0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.
1: Tell me what does it look like in heaven? Is it peaceful?
0: listening to Radio Hawks Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming on the web, www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. This is a program called Suicide, supporting the aftermath. And it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio for the 298th time, <laughs> Warren Brown from Star Wars. How are you doing, Warren? Going well, thanks, Ken. It's fantastic to be here, yeah. as usual. Good to see you, as always. Now, we're here to talk about... Uh, Suicide, Supporting the Aftermath, and you're part of an organisation called Staros before we talk about today's topics, which are, as always, many and varied. Oh, well, good to see your shoulders come up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Mr. Just from my own listeners. What Staros is all about?
2: Yeah, Staros began life as a, a support group for people affected by suicide uh, due to the fact that there was is, there was nothing in Hawke's Bay when my wife and I arrived back in 2011, and I met another mum and we had a talk and decided to start our own group. And that's where the group started and we've been running support groups every week since then. Yep, that's we've amazing. got uh, three different venues that we alternate between. So if you're interested in uh, coming along to one of those, just touch base with us and
0: we'll yes. put it in place. And you you can come along without having been directly involved with uh, a suicide, for instance, that uh, because suicide's far-reaching, isn't it? Absolutely, it's it not is. just the immediate family. It's it's got a ripple effect, hasn't oh, it?
2: Oh, it's you know friends, workmates, in colleagues, you know teammates of sports teams, all all those sort of things. It it, it is far reaching, and it's we, we can't underestimate you know who may be affected. Hmm.
0: And it can be a thing that affects you later than you think. It's a bit like grief, isn't it? You think, oh, how come I'm not grieving? But it might be six months, and all of a sudden, boof.
2: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because it, you know, at the time there might be other things that are you know mm. taking taking the focus, taking priority, and then all of a sudden you it comes at you, and you know it, it's it, it can be quite a challenging time. And uh, you've been involved
0: with Staros for thirteen years now, almost thirteen years. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Can you believe it? And over that time, how have you evolved as a group?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the groups. It, you See, it's it. We we meet people, you know. Initially, you know, people contact us, and we arrange to meet them. It gives them a, a a friendly face, so to speak, and you know, the first time should they want decide to come along, because it's all about making those positive choices yourself. You know, you you decide whether you want to do this.
0: It'd be difficult, wouldn't it? It, it is very difficult.
2: Yes, but I mean that meeting we have it it, it just allows them to. You know, touch base with us. Ask any questions they want about us mm-hmm. or the group. And again, you know, give us, give them that face to recognise. Should they decide to come along? Because if you just walked into that cold, yes, that that would be very difficult.
0: It's not like going to a table tennis club, isn't it? Or oh, well, we <laughs> not tennis, quite table no. Tennis, no, tennis, right? No, that's right. Yeah, and I suppose, and, and you might have felt it yourself when uh, you first, when your your son first took his life, Stu. Um, that you're the only one that's ever happened to you. you sort of feel that you you're alone. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And and those feelings and emotions uh they they certainly reflect that. You know, you, you, you think you're the only one who's mm. who's feeling like this and it's not until you actually go along and meet someone else that
0: you realise that, well, oh, hang on a minute, I'm 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 not in this alone yes. which is incredibly helpful by the way. That first meeting did it sort of feel like someone had lifted a bit of a weight off your shoulders, knowing that you weren't alone, that there were other people who, I mean, because you would have had plenty of support around you, I suppose. Um, in the first instance,
2: oh, for me, yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah for me, it, it
2: it was a, yeah, exactly that, the weight lifted. Mm. You know, it was, a, you know, you, you walk out of the room and you've you've left something behind, and it, it's quite it's quite healing actually. Yes
0: now you have been very 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 busy I mean you're a busy guy in your normal life but uh, this month alone you've got uh, three big gigs happening and uh, as we speak uh, Rob Makaraka is uh, winging his way or driving his way (laughs) here to Hawke's Bay because he's got a couple of gigs happening um, in the next two days just remind our listeners um, about Rob yeah Rob uh, he
2: performs a one man show about his journey with depression Mm. and the and the black dog, so to speak, and and how it drove him to a, a point where he he tried to take his own life via getting shot by the police. Yes, and that was in two thousand and nine, actually.
0: And they obliged him.
2: They did shoot him. Yes, that's that's right. And and Rob was very lucky to survive, actually. Mm. But it was it was while laying in his hospital bed for quite a few months that he came up with his plan to. Yes. Create this show and performance, and because you know the backstory of Rob is he's an actor, you see. So he he wanted to be able to portray where he'd been and where he is now, and how he how he's managed that that journey for him um, through this show, and it's it, it's quite a powerful performance.
0: I have been promoting the show. Um during my breakfast show over the last couple of weeks since you were last here and, and we've done it before and it's a funny thing that you, you title it up that it's funny it's dark and it's real I suppose the last thing that people are expecting is it to be funny what's funny about it?
2: oh yeah it's funny because you know Rob you know, is, you know he is an actor you know he, he loves to perform um, but he, he has a an incredible sense of humour um, so it's about you know that throwing a bit of light on on some of the things that he's been through and i mean obviously it's not a it's it's not a funny subject no indeed but it's it's i think you know that that funny stuff for him is is about um just showing that you don't all have to be you know yeah you know you know he crawled up in a in a in a ball in a in a corner Yes, for the rest of your life, because y- you can enjoy life, and and there is still some great stuff out there. Yes. So,
0: and in fact, uh, you know, often when you go to a funeral, which is uh, anyone's funeral, regardless of whether they took their own life or work, someone that you know just passed on naturally or by accident. There's a lot of laughing goes on at funeral, isn't it?
2: Well, there is. That's right. That's right. And so
0: they sort of have to look on the. Well, that's whats that song always look on the bright side of life
2: well it's a reflection of the person isn't it, yes, it i is. mean i mean yeah the whoever's whoever's passed away has definitely gone and, that, and that's sad in itself that for sure but it doesn't define their life does it you know, no, It does because not. and and a lot of the time they were you know <laughs> extremely <laughs> extremely you know funny people
0: <laughs> and i suppose injecting a bit of uh, humor as rob does it does sort of add a bit of light to the dark doesn't it
2: Oh, absolutely, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, laughing's a great, a yes. great pill, isn't it? It's it's fantastic, you know. And if if we forget how to laugh, then you know, I'm not sure what the world's come to no, if we forget trouble. how to laugh. That's,
0: That's right. right. Again, okay, uh, Rob's got two gigs. The first of them is uh, on Wednesday the 16th, and it's at Three or Two Drive in Napier at the Hawkes Bay Rugby Community Training Place. Uh, starts at 6 p.m. Where's the other one? Uh, the other ones at the Havelock
2: North Function Centre on uh, Thursday, the seventeenth, at the same time at six o'clock. Um, the one with the one in Napier, uh, we're doing that in collaboration with um, Ignite mm-hmm. Youth Employment Services. Yes. Uh, Chris McIver and his crew. The, they do wonderful things with you know with what they're doing with youth as well. So, um, and we've we've collaborated before with them, and, and yeah, it's it's a good thing. It's it, just aligns with our thinking of community supporting community. So
0: absolutely. And uh, the other great thing about this gig uh, is that it's open to all now and their families, and it's suitable for ages ten and up, and it's free. Yep. Uh, there will be light refreshments. Although you would appreciate a, a co if that's possible. And the other good thing is that Rob doesn't just step off the stage and get in this car and take off like a, a rock star, does he? He stays behind, and has a bit of a chinwag.
2: Absolutely, it's a big part of it, and he has a one-anger afterwards. Um, and the the point in that is is allowing people to understand that they're in a safe place and they can talk about whatever they want to talk about, and it it, it creates conversations. It gets people talking, and it's it's it really is a a great part of of his show, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. And then like the after that, there's you know, like you say, light refreshments, and that just allows people to, you know, I suppose, land before they have to go home. Yes. And and continue those discussions, which which is they're all very helpful.
0: Now, a very depressing topic, but uh, and you've seen him seventeen times, I think. Is that right?
2: Uh, it's been seventeen. That's yes. cr- well, seventeen here. 17. We've we've brought him seventeen here. Yeah. It'll be eight, 18, 19 this yeah. time. I've seen him, <laughs> I've seen him twenty six times.
0: Yeah. Have you been uplifted every time that you've seen him? I mean, or is the average person who you might see Rob for the first time are they going to leave that room tonight or uh, tomorrow night? And say, mm, I do feel a bit better about the whole thing. Or they're going to go, oh, my God.
2: Oh, potentially. And you'll get both of that, I'm sure. Yeah. Because some people will come along and think, what was that all about?
0: Yes. But, I mean, the, the,
2: from my experience, and, you know, we've had a here 17 times, uh, people walk out there thinking it was a great show. Yeah. Not many people leave straight after the show, I'll tell right. you. It's that's good, isn't it, it? It's a good thing, yeah. It yeah. is a very good thing. Yeah. And, yeah, it is, I don't know. And we get feedback from that as well. You know, afterwards, people say, "Wow, well, that that was cool." When's he coming back?
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, Rob is a definite survivor of uh, an attempted suicide, but one might suggest, or one might think that uh, he's he's gone through the dark hole, he's come up the other end, and day is happy as Larry. That's not necessarily the case, is it? Absolutely not. You know, it's the same with me. That,
2: you know, you just don't get over stuff. No, not not what we've been through. That's for sure. I mean, Rob says it himself. He. he you know, he's he still has the dark times. Mm. He still lives the dark time with the dark times. Mm. The the difference now is that he has the tools to manage that, yeah. and and the people to talk to.
0: And what are table. those tools? I think, and in, in particularly you mentioned, you've hit the wood on the head. Uh, people,
2: absolutely. Yeah, he's he's got a core group of people that he'll should he be in a, a not so great space, mm-hmm. he'll call them, and and that does the trick for him. So. Yeah.
0: Now we're going to talk about the the Grassroots Speaker Series uh, One of which has come and gone There is another one coming up But before we do that We're going to listen to one of your favourite songs And when we come back We'll find out some more about what's going on at the start I can't wait for this one (laughs) You're such a tricker (laughs) You know that
1: I've been watching you for Sometimes Trying to find a way Of making you mine Long before you Started to come on strong with me With the Super charm that brought me down To sea Hey, did you know that you've been Acting like a movie star And didn't you Think I'd take the person you Are No, you never really had to put on All that show
0: Back on Radio Hawkes Bay, the radio station where we put you on air. This is the uh, Suicide Support in the Aftermath program. My pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Warren Brown from Starosus. While that awesome song was on, we we're talking about Christmas and uh, you know when can you start playing Christmas songs and when can you put your Christmas tree up? And Warren, I'm impressed. You've had your tree up for three weeks. How good is that? You must must clarify that though because I didn't actually put the tree up, but our tree is up anyway oh, yeah. for for the last two weeks. You never took it down. <laughs> well, we never took ours down this is on the side because it's such a hassle yeah so what we did yeah. uh last year was when it came time to take it down we just covered it up with a big blanket and stuck it in the corner of the garage <laughs> so that probably next weekend we're just going to lift the blanket off and voila I'm,
2: ju- I'm just assuming it's not
0: a it's not a real <laughs> one that's not a real <laughs> yeah that would be funny wouldn't it? <laughs> Okay, now we're going to, we talked about uh, Shock Bro in the uh, the first half of the program, uh, Confessions of a Depressed Bullet, uh, which is uh, Rob Makaraka, and uh, you've been running a series, and do it every year, uh, called the Grassroots Speaker Series, and uh, you've had one, it's come and gone, and you've got one still to come on Saturday the 19th of November, tell us about the Grassroots Speaker Series, what are they all about? Yeah, it's actually our third one for this year, um,
2: but um what we like to do is bring or invite speakers to come along, and and I suppose much like Rob, mm. tell tell these stories to people. Um, with the the benefit is someone in the audience can hear people talking about the struggles and you know traumas I've had to deal with in their life and have, how they've managed them. Mm.
0: And often they're um, local people, aren't they?
2: Um, the the first two this year were local. Yep. Um, our first speaker this or on the Saturday is uh, Sandra. Powell, who's one of our trustees, mm-hmm. so Sandra will talk about her journey and how she lost her father about twenty three, twenty four years ago now. Uh, then we've also got um, we've got a couple of outside speakers this time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Allen from the Taranaki Retreat, and we're so looking forward to hearing Jamie talk. Uh, we've got a good um, um, connection with Taranaki Retreat. And we have done for the last four years, and you know, Taranaki Retreat is is a place where people can go and, I suppose, chill out. Their 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 line is a space to breathe. Yep. They allow people to go there who who are struggling with things in their life, and just have support around them while they're in a, I suppose, a different environment, mm-hmm. and allowing themselves to focus on themselves. Yep. So Jamie will talk about how that started and and where it is now, and it's it's really cool. And our third one is uh Susie Hazelwood who we've had talk before at other gra- grassroots days and Susie um she's a wonderful anti-bullying advocate. Yeah. Um she was bullied severely when she used to do Breakfast TV, mm-hmm. you know, for a, um um for Purees if anyone remembers that, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, back in the day and yeah she was she was so severely bullied that she it uh, drove it to almost take her life as well so wow. so all of these people you know they tell their stories and yet there's it's 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 not great These their stories are a bit a bit of a struggle for them, but the best part of it is the the positivity that comes out of it and the hope that comes out of it because yeah. they they talk about how they managed it then how they manage it now, and the tools they again the tools they use to help them with that now
0: Apart from, say, the likes of Susie, um, I guess a lot of the people who talk at your gigs never, in their wildest dreams, imagine that they might be getting up and talking to a whole bunch of people about it, something that you would normally keep buried in your psyche. Um, what, what do you think drives people to put their hand up and say, "Look, this is what happened to me." You know, let's talk about it. I mean, like like yourself, you know, how many speeches have you given in the last? Thirteen years—you probably can't even count them now. But
2: oh, you probably wouldn't speak away you? No, that's right. That's exactly right. But I, th- I think it's a realization that um, you know you, you've you've come across the stuff that's helped you, mm. and you just want to. Um, I think we're all inherent carers, so mm. to speak. You know, deep down, yes, we, we, we do yes. care yes. about people, care about each other. So it's about you know th- this stuff isn't um, a secret. Mm. You know, it's about sharing what works for us, and if, like I say, if someone sitting in the audience can pick up on that and think, "Wow, that sounds a bit like me," and I'm going to try this stuff, mm. that's really helpful. Yeah.
0: Are there um after I mean after the speakers have come and gone, you think, "Oh yeah, that's great. I, f- I feel I feel like I'm on the right path. I can see a little bit of a light blinking in the in the distance." You know, a lot of times you go to a, a, a course, or I've been to a few motivational courses in my career. And once you get home and the buzz wears off, you think, oh, oh, yeah, you come down. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. So how do you you maintain the the positivity that you might get from going to see guys like uh, Rob or Sandra or Jamie or Susie? How how do you keep on that train?
2: Well, everyone we have, they're all open to people contacting them again Mm. as well. They're all happy to do that. So that support for them doesn't, doesn't just stop Mm. um they don't just rock into town and rock out again you know and there's nothing there alongside that there's us we can help support people as well if if we can't support them with with what they're going through then there's a fairly good chance through the connections we've built Mm -hmm. that we can put them in in front of people who who can help them and support them
0: are there databases or things like phone trees? I mean, I know because I, I know you're a busy guy. You're probably not going to get on the blower every night, and say, oh, get AK and how are you feeling?" But are there things like that in place for people who are suffering the after effects of a, of a suicide that you can sort of you can ring up someone just to just touch base? Because I, mean, I know you're a big big fan of touching base with absolutely, people. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: I, I do it all the time, and yeah, and other people I know do it as well, mm. and it's. You you may think it's you know it's such a small thing why, why bother but it, it's 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 actually such a big thing yeah and that's why you should bother you know just even if it's just a text mm. to say how you're doing mm-hmm. I mean you get to know people you get to know well uh, I'm not going to be spending you know hours on the phone with them yes. all the time and you get to know that they all they may want is just a text just to see how you're going yeah. And then, you know, that comes off that. If they're having a bit of a rougher, you can always catch up with them as well.
0: Yeah. I know it's a guy thing, but, you know, from my own point of view, I've talked about this with you before, that I would probably internalize all that sort of stuff. So, in particular, how do you reach through to guys like me who you, you might know that I've been through it? And I'd say, yeah, and because I'm always going to say to you, yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks, Warren. That's always what's going to happen, you yeah. know.
2: So. I, I think that you know the old Toyota ad is a is a classic, isn't yes. it? You know where those that guy picks his mate up and they go go out for the day. Yeah, they don't say two words to each other. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> that was a
0: good
1: ad. I remember it. That was a good
2: ad. Yeah, but you know, you I mean, guys, you know, we, we, we'll sit beside each other and talk, mm. but we won't talk at each other. No. You know, towards each other, eh? and, That's right. And it's those sort of things, you know. It's, yeah. you know, taking your mate out for whatever they like. You know, is it hunting, going for a walk, playing tennis, or going up the peak, or yeah. hopping in a drink, or something like that? All those sort of things, eh? whatever works, um, you'll find that those conversations will happen.
0: How do people broach the subject with you? Because it, it must be a difficult subject for particularly your close friends or your probably more your acquaintances to say how you're feeling. Can't be easy for them because they think, mm, "Geez, do I want to intrude?" You know what I mean?
2: Oh no! He's a a friend of mine comes up from Palmy all the time to help us with with events. He'll be up this week actually. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, first thing he does, he says, "How are you doing?" Yeah, because he he knows I'm not going to, you know, tell him porkies. Yeah, I'm going right. to. I'm not. I'm not going to just give him a.
0: A straight up okay. I'm yeah. doing
2: okay. I'm going to tell them if stuff's happening. So,
0: do events like the grassroots speaker series and the Rob um gigs do they bring it all back to you? What you went through? Does it come back to you more so um, when you are standing up, listening to all of those stories? Do you then reflect on your journey more so than you would on a normal day?
2: Um, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, on a normal day, yeah, I'm always reflecting on, on my journey, but I mean. Every person's story is their own. Yes. And I suppose if you like, I'm able to take my hat off for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not my story. No. Um, happy to listen to theirs. Mm. And I, I suppose, you, you know, now and again you're going to get something that, you know, that...
0: Like a trigger. Yeah, like yeah. a
2: trigger or something that it'll bring something up, but you understand it. Mm. I think you understand it more because yes. of, because of the, the journey I've been on, I suppose, and I, I have a better understanding of all that stuff. And, and again, the what what i can use to help me that's
0: great we are out of time so just remind our listeners we want to have a chat to you about anything to do with either staros or the journey that we are going through ourselves or we want to help out or we know someone is going through a journey and we want to help them out how do we get hold of you
2: yeah sure you can touch base with me on 027 it's my colleague sandra on 027 or you can contact
0: us for our website or look us up on facebook and you Warren, my pleasure as always. You look after yourself. We'll at the same time, same place next time. Wonderful, thanks, kid. Great to be here.
1: And I hope the angels know what they have. I've been some nights up in heaven since you arrived.